This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome to Valley 101, a podcast from the Arizona Republic and azcentral.com, where we answer the questions you ask about Metro Phoenix. I'm your host, Kayla White. And I'm your producer for today, Taylor Seeley. From the Valley 101 team to you, we want to wish you Happy Holidays! So Taylor, what question are you answering today? Well, for today's holiday edition episode, I'm answering the question, where do real Christmas trees in Arizona come from? Yes, we've all bought a tree in a Home Depot parking lot, but have you ever wondered where that one came from? let alone if trees grow in Arizona at all? This one's for you. Hi, I'm Taylor, and I have never experienced a white Christmas. Now, for most of the United States, that might be a little weird, but if you're a Phoenix local, that's just reality. In fact, If you're a Phoenix local, you know Christmas doesn't always require a coat, we never get snow, and if it weren't for the decorations and music at the mall, you would never know it was the holiday season. So it makes sense that some people work extra hard to get into the Christmas spirit. Well, we started cutting down Christmas trees as a family, uh, my wife and I. It is way, way easier to go to Home Depot and get a tree. That's Scott Hansen. He lives here in the Valley, and for 30 years, he and his wife cut down their own Christmas tree each season. And uh, so it was a full day for sure, but it was something that we did as a family and our neighbors and friends participated. It was just really a great tradition for us for for so many years, and we got some great memories of being able to do that as a family. Like I said, Phoenix isn't exactly what you picture when you look up winter in the dictionary. So I wanted to take some time to hear about this process. So there are five national forests in Arizona that offer Christmas tree permits, and those vary in quality. That's Brady Smith. He's a spokesman for the Coconino National Forest. I asked him which national forests in Arizona offer permits to cut down Christmas trees. The Coconino National Forest, then you have the Prescott National Forest, Kaibab, the Apache Sitgraves, and the Tonto. I should probably mention, you can't just pull over and cut down any tree. Each forest that gives out permits designates certain sections of the forest where you can cut trees. And Brady said not every forest offers the same quantity of trees. So each national forest is going to have a certain set number of permits that they're offering. Some offer more, some offer less. The number each forest offers varies by the year. But this year, the Coconino Forest, where Brady's located, 
is offering 1,200 permits. The Apache Sitgreaves has 7,500. The Prescott National has 600. The Kaibab offers 2,300. And the Tonto has 3,500. In total, that's 15,100 Christmas trees. The forests don't actually count the number of trees cut down each year. The assumption is, if you buy a permit, which costs about $15, you're getting a tree, and they sell out fast. Also, you're only allowed one tree per family. So by that math, about 15,000 Arizona families will cut their own tree this year. Scott Hansen, the man who cut his own tree for 30 years, said it was a fun and memorable experience. But he said you shouldn't necessarily romanticize it. Most of the experiences that were memorable were times when something went wrong. We did have one year uh, when we were coming back from Flagstaff with our trees. We had gotten one for my mom, uh, and uh, she didn't go on the trip, but we were somewhere between Sedona and Cordes Junction coming south on I-17, and my mom's tree blew out of the back of our truck. Uh, and it was just, it was so surreal. And it wasn't even a big tree. It was a tabletop tree that she would put on a table. And so it didn't weigh very much, and we obviously didn't have it tied down at all. And as it blew out, it was sort of like in slow motion. You could just see the tree kind of going up in the air in slow motion and landing in the middle of the freeway. And the semi come and hit it, and it just basically disintegrated. Did you tell her? <laughs> I don't think we told her for a while. I think maybe we uh, we kept that from her for a few years, and uh, finally said, "Mom, do you remember that tree we brought back from Flagstaff? We didn't really bring it back from Flagstaff." <laughs> Scott is not the only one with a Christmas tree horror story. In fact, I got a few stories from various people over the phone and on social media. And a lot of them started to sound like different renditions of National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Dad, didn't they invent Christmas tree lots so people wouldn't have to drive all the way out to nowhere and waste a whole Saturday? Mom, I can't feel my hips. Clark. Yes, honey? Audrey's frozen from the waist down. Uh, it's all part of the experience, honey. I spoke to one man on the phone who laughed about this time his grandfather was sawing a tree and all the snow from one of the branches came tumbling down onto his head down his neck. Or another time when it was so cold out the saw snapped in half. He said somewhere in some forest there's a tree that is halfway cut down. So if you ever see that tree, send me a picture. But my favorite story I heard came from another family. Meet Barrett and Jen Marson. They're married, and when you see them together, they're perfect. They talk over each other a lot, but they're smiling and laughing the whole time. That said, they're also very different. I sat down with both of them to get their story. I think it's important to know that I am an avid indoorsman. I am not a fan of nature and hiking and trees or animals. Uh, I don't do well in the outdoors. So it's an important thing to note. But Jen comes from a family of hikers and outdoor enthusiasts. In fact, she grew up cutting down her own tree with her family every year. But one year recently, Jen was out of town. So Barrett had to go with Jen's family without Jen to get their tree. 
Did you try to get out of it at all? I did not. I did not try to get out of it at all. At this point in the interview, Jen's jaw just drops, and they're both laughing because clearly she remembers it differently. I was, no, I was, you know, I was resigned to going. I, you know, knew it was something that was an obligation when I married into the Sweeney family. I would have to do some things outside. So fast forward to the trip itself. So we had to, we ended up having to hike, well, at least uh, probably over a half mile into the forest. Remember, avid indoorsmen. But, so we go into the forest. Now there's not a lot of trees. There's either, you know, really, really big hundred-year-old trees or there's really small saplings, I think you would call them, or I don't know, whatever you call young mm-hmm. trees. There weren't many trees left because they went on one of the last weekends to cut them down. And like I mentioned earlier, the permits sell out fast. So Jen's family decided to go farther into the forest. They figure the farther they go, maybe they'll get a better tree. But there comes a point when it's too much for Barrett. So we really had a problem. And then all of a sudden, uh, my brother-in-law and my son-in-law decided to sort of go down a ravine, a fairly steep ravine. I was having none of that. It was a hill. Oh, no, it was a ravine. No, it was pretty steep. I was there. You were not. (laughs) It, It was pretty steep. And so I was like, no way. So I ended up picking a tree. There weren't any full lush trees. They were all much closer to the, you know, Snoopy tree or whatever, the Charlie Brown tree than anything. So basically, this was not the part of Christmas vacation when Clark Griswold finds the tree. There it is. And Jen was, well... So tell me about when you first saw it, like your first literal reaction in person. <laughs> so I came, I was at a work, something for work, and I came home, and I came in through the garage, and I get into the living room, and I was like, what? What is that? That's the tree. I'm like, that is the saddest looking tree. And it looks even sadder because it was very tall. Because it was a taller tree. I mean, it was probably 10, maybe a little over 10 feet, but it was super scrawny. And so because of the height, like there was no, it just, the ornaments looked ridiculous. You couldn't put lights anywhere. Like you tried to wrap them around the tree trunk, but then that just looks ridiculous. I mean, it was, it was a total disaster. But even in those situations, when you get stuck with the ugliest tree of the season, Jen said it's still worth it to go out and cut a tree. And Barrett? Well, he still disagrees. It's about the experience with the family, you weirdo. It's not just about like the manual labor of walking into the forest and cutting down a tree. It's being with the family and hanging out and watching the kids' faces when they find the tree that they want to pick and all that stuff too. And, and I must say like her family is wonderful to hang out with, but I can hang out with them in Glendale and have the same experience. I could like, you know, we could sit and have a beer or hot chocolate in Glendale. I don't need to go to. I asked them their verdict on the tree cut conflict. We are the Marson family and we do not recommend cutting down your own tree. Now, one last thing I'll say about cutting down your own tree from the forest. If you ever felt bad about doing it, because maybe you felt like you were stealing from nature or ruining our national forests, think again. 
we actually need to thin our forests to prevent dangerous wildfires. Here's Brady again from the Coconino National Forest in northern Arizona. You know, with the conditions that we have here, um, when we hear about people cutting trees or trees getting cut, it's a good thing. And those are the kind of things that we're seeking to do because we're trying to restore these forests to um, a more natural condition to where it was in late 1800s, early 1900s. We have roughly a thousand trees per acre um, in northern Arizona forests and in healthy conditions, it should be about 100 trees per acre. So um, the tr- Christmas tree cutting is not going to make a significant dent, but it definitely is not going to harm the ecosystem in any way. It'll help it, if anything. So if you want to cut down a tree this year and need information on how to get a permit, we'll put the link in our show notes. AZ Central has a great informative article explaining the process. But if the thought of an ugly tree, albeit with great memories afterward, still isn't selling it for you, or if you just can't get a permit in time, but you still want a real tree, you can get one. The second way Arizonans get their Christmas tree is at a store. You can turn to either a big box store like a Home Depot or a Lowe's, or you go to a local farm or nursery, which oftentimes sells their trees in parking lots or at churches. Now by doing this, you should know, you're not getting a locally grown Christmas tree. The only way to get a truly local Christmas tree is to cut it down from the forest, like Scott Hansen or the Marson family does. The trees from big box stores, or even the trees from local farms or nurseries come from out of state. But which states, you ask? To find out where most of them are from, I called the National Christmas Tree Association. Christmas Tree Association, may I help you? Yes, that really is a thing. My name is Doug Hunley, and I'm a seasonal spokesperson for the National Christmas Tree Association. For the last several years, uh, Oregon has been the top producer of, um, of Christmas trees. Doug said they sell anywhere between 4.5 and 5 million Christmas trees each season, and that their best-selling Christmas tree is the noble fir. The next uh, state that produces uh, between 4 and 5 million is North Carolina. And our primary tree that we sell in North Carolina is Fraser fir. Just putting it out there, that one is my personal favorite. The third state in production totals is Michigan, and then Pennsylvania, uh, and then and then Wisconsin. Uh, these are down uh, around a million trees each. When I emailed the media contacts for Home Depot and Lowe's to find out where they get their trees, they confirmed what Doug said. Lowe's in Arizona sell Douglas fir, noble fir, and grand firs from Central Oregon. Home Depot gets their Arizona trees from the Kirk Company, which is located in Oregon just south of Portland. When I looked up a few local farms, they also said they got their trees from Oregon. And that made me kind of curious. Why don't they just grow the trees themselves? Or get them from our national forests and sell them? 
Well, as for the national forests, Brady from Coconino answered that question for me. Yeah, we don't plant trees for that purpose at all. Um, you know, the national forests are public lands, so we will designate certain areas uh, to be used uh, for the Christmas tree, tree cutting program, but we're not like uh, a tree farm. And there's certain stipulations which are kind of outlined on the permit. We don't cultivate trees or grow them for the purpose of people cutting them down for Christmas trees. And Doug from the Christmas Tree Association told me this. This is largely about where the trees can be grown. When you want a fir tree, you know, they're, they're grown in the northwest and in the northeast. There's not hardly any firs grown south of there. Most of the trees grown in national forests in Arizona are pine trees. We've got pinyon pine and ponderosa pine, but Brady told me we do have a few firs that can grow here too. But because of how dense our forests can get, that sometimes leads to lanky trees that aren't as full and robust and beautiful as, say, the trees grown in Oregon. To figure out why our local farms don't grow their own trees, though, I spoke to... Um, I am Jane Mitchell in I'm one of the owners of Tim Mitchell Christmas Trees. It's our family business. Tim Mitchell's was a household name in Arizona. And so we're all workers as well as owners. They had been selling Christmas trees from 1950 up until just a few years ago. Here's what Jane Mitchell said about why Arizona farmers don't grow Christmas trees here. They are grown on farms just like corn or wheat or tomatoes. They're only grown to be Christmas trees. (laughs) So you can literally think of these trees as crops, which means again, no guilt about cutting them down. It was grown for that reason. But Jane said Arizona's climate is unreliable for this type of farm. Our wet weather is too sporadic. They'd have to have some sort of irrigation even in the north. Ours don't grow anywhere near as fast. They would be a very old tree before they were seven or eight feet tall. So there you have it. Whether you already bought your tree or you're going too soon and you wonder to yourself, where'd it come from? Well, chances are it's from Oregon. Unless, of course, you cut it yourself from one of our national forests. As for me, Well, I'll be enjoying my artificial tree this year, to be honest. And yes, I will be jealous of all of you who have real trees. Enjoy them. Enjoy your friends, enjoy your family, and enjoy your holiday season. Well, that's it for today. If this episode has inspired you to go try to cut down your own tree, please let us know on Twitter at Valley101Pod. I need to know if it went well or if you climbed up a hill just to get a dinky tree. And in case you haven't noticed, we are approaching our 50th episode. It's right around the corner. So if you're enjoying the show, please let us know by leaving us a rating and a review on whatever app you use to listen to this podcast. As always, thank you for listening to Valley 101, a podcast from the Arizona Republic and azcentral.com. 
See you next week. Does that work? And happy holidays! Happy holidays! Happy holidays! <laughs>